The Red Rum Theater, episode 39. Don't tell mom, the babysitter's dead. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alaniz. And Antonio Marino. And every week, we look at one of the movies that raised us up. Talk about that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today, we're about the movie, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. I don't even know you just said, the digga digga movie. The digga movie. We are talking about the movie, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. A shlegga digga movie. <laughs> and how it taught us to love our family and that we were not a beautiful snowflake. And if you like Jane Silent Bob, movies. Movies, movies, movies. What do they always say? Uh, what does he say? Snoochie boochies. Snoochies boochies. Movies, dude. I, <laughs> they walk in and the cow goes, Mo, yeah. <laughs> So, so we are ending our summer slam with a, a, a movie recommendation. It's uh, Hulk Hogan finally slams the giant, dude. <laughs> and uh, we're doing Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Now, we watch this as kids, right? Uh, day. I probably saw it once to three times, probably one to three times. Was it a movie that was in my lexicon? Um, what is it, a Transformer? <laughs> It probably only had only two lines of this movie made it into my life. Only two lines made it into my life forever. Sounds like a party I was at. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so the dishes are done, man. That that made it. That's been in there forever. Tell the story. What? Why do we set line every day of our lives for five years? I done told it on the last podcast. If someone's listening new, they haven't heard the story. What? The youngest one in <laughs> curls. Are you talking about all those? Yes. Man, dude, I'll tell you what. There's, there's one thing that me and Ernesto are proud of is we say we're professional dishwashers. Love Gross. doing dishes. Paid to do a job. I'm telling you, we used to go in there. You'd put your regular apron on, and then you had this big bad leather boy you'd put on over it so you didn't get wet. And, man, we, and it literally, you, you had the radio in the back. And you pretty much control, the, the dishwasher pretty much control what you listen to because you're going to hear the straight. most. And you would, ju- ju- for, a, for a young kid, I mean, we made like four twenty-five an hour, but whatever, dude. Um, you got paid, do dishes, listen to the radio, take out the trash. Six hours a night. You could have your, with the exception of ribs, you could have whatever you wanted for, for dinner off, yep. the, off the menu. No ribs or lasagna. Oh, yeah, that's right. No lasagna. You can make wings, though. I know, but no lasagna. Man, I'll tell you what, though, man. I used to always... Um... If you were to double, you get whatever you want. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, dude, t- don't, don't get me started on doubles on Saturdays, boy. Um, but we, you do dishes all night. And, and the, the worst part about doing dishes, though, is every time you were almost done, big old stack would come back. And the thing is, some nights you are literally fighting. Some night Shyamalan, dude. You're fighting the whole... You're Staff. racing everybody. Because they need things and try to just get it back to them as fast as you can. Literally, the worst things all night that you want to wait till the end, they would be like, I need that. And you have to do it all twice, three times. But at the end of the night, 
you get down to those last two or three or four, you know, and you're just like, the dishes are done, man. Every time you worked at all those, dude. You'd go punch the clock, man, dude. was that the best food you ever had, bro? I, I consider it often. Don't Opening even all those carryouts in them, Flint. Finding the recipes? Finding, finding the cheese dip, the breadsticks, the pizza. The barbecue sauce. Best barbecue sauce ever. I Remember he had that I, paintbrush? He just slapped that mug I on there? I couldn't do barbecue because in the farmer's market, you can't double up something else doing. So no one's doing Italian. I could do Italian, but I couldn't do, I can't do uh, Oh, you can't do ribs. any barbecue? Yeah. because Well, then don't even mess with it. I'm saying. Almost had the best sneaking ribs dude, ever. The best barbecue chicken ever. If we rolled in our pizza and our cheese dip, our cheese dip bread and pizza would wreck the world. That's all we would need to dude, rule the world. you have all those breadsticks, it's over, son. I win. Checkmate. Dude. Because I win. There was a pizza place in the market, farmer's market here in Flint, and they were literally from Grand Blank driving pizzas in and putting them in warmers and selling it. It was Chinsky McChinskyson. What? It was awful. It was Lamesville, and they failed, and I'm glad they failed. So if you work that, if you work that restaurant, what was it called? McGillicuddy's? It sounds horrible. <laughs> Dude, what are you? Don't drive in that ghetto pizza no. from Grand Blank. I want pizza made in my city for my people. <laughs> I hate people. <laughs> so. Oh, that line, also the line, but an old lady, she's like, TV will rot your brain. That line. TV rots your brains. I never forgot it, dude. For, never forgot my whole life. But, okay, so this movie um, is a cult classic. It only has 33% Rotten Tomatoes. And you know what? It's a I don't f- disagree. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. Because it's not. It was a lot better when you were young. Because now, me and you are old men. Back then, it was a, a comedy but it is, it is not a tight story. There's a lot of holes, poor characters. You don't like most of the characters. They're not lovable. First of all, worst mom ever. I want to give her a spinning head kick. Okay, listen. She's the worst mom ever. She's like, I care more about my happiness than any of you kids. No mother. Okay, as parents... You don't she leave. should have been on Throw Mama from the Train, dude. Shoot. Legit. You don't just leave your kids for three months because you got a boyfriend who pay for your all expensive trip to Australia. What a sorry bee, dude. Going to Australia. Why are you going to Australia? You know what's in Australia? Aragog. <laughs> if you listen to Dave and Chuck the Freak, you know what I'm talking about. Big old dinner plate size stinking spiders. Two inch jellyfish will kill you with like contact? Dude, heck no. You can't even go in the water and pee because something will swim up your stream and mess with your dang, dang, dang. Up the urethra. Franklin. <laughs> dang. But, uh, stinking. And they don't tell them till the last, till the stinking last minute that they got a babysitter coming. And they find the oldest stinking wench, McGee. Mean, mean. What did they call her? Uh, Twisted Mary Poppins. Oh, man. Uh, but, um, so the movie's directed by Stephen Herrick. And this director is a good director. Look at the movies he's made. Critters. This guy made Critters. <gasps> I can tell. Oh, you know why? Bradley Brown is back in town. Oh, no. They're, they're two different people. But he reminds me of the High on reminds me of Bradley Brown. Yes. The red hair. Yep. Um, <laughs> Way to pull that right. I haven't crazy. seen that movie in forever. Dude, Critters dude. is what is what did Raphael say? Where they come up with the stuff? Oh, when he walks out of the theater <laughs> in his trench coat because you can't tell he's a huge turtle because he's got a trench coat on, dude, with three toes. My my kids had to watch Ninja Turtles and they uh, hate it. They loved it, but oh, you can't let Raphael cusses all the time. He always is like, damn, <laughs> dude. 
And so my son hears him. You got to understand what a crumpet is. <laughs> Cricket. But uh, Steakin, my son heard it, listened to it thoughtfully, and he'd walk, and I'd hear him walk into the house, dude. Somebody told me, like, Damn. <laughs> oh, I'm, so glad, he, I'm he was, glad you told Angie he got it from Ninja Turtles and not from Uncle Tony. <laughs> he cussed completely correctly. I, could, I mean, it was effective swearing. You're it like, wasn't. you're like, listen, you gotta, you gotta go in the corner, and then you put your fist out when mom wasn't looking. Give me a fist bump. You did it right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the critters is a wackadoo, goofy horror flick. Awesomeness. That was kind of fun, dude. It, it's awesomeness, dude. It's the dumbest idea ever, but it, it's a, gr- dude. It's it's a classic '80s horror film, and I loved it. Actually, as a kid, it scared the tar out of me, dude. It scared me bad as a kid. Well, you know what else uh, it did as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good as two, dude. It's still one in my heart, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're like, I don't know why, but I'm hungry, <laughs> dude. The end when they're the big critter ball, they roll that guy over and just eat all his oh, flesh, dude. That was that was insane. That movie's so crazy, dude. So crazy. What was the um the ghetto off brand critters? Ghoulies? No, was it Ghoulies? They're Ghoulies, the toilet monsters. Because I just remember one part, and that girl was like, "Cheese whiz makes my eyeballs itch." You remember that? <laughs> Stupidest movie, Crit- dude. A, a, a B level critters? It was like it came around. Uh, I don't think it was Ghoulies. It came out around the same time. Might have been Ghoulies. Ghoulies were the toilet monsters, though. Were they the one? Was this the movie you're talking about with the, 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 the little puppet guys? Yes. M- Munchkin. Munchkins. Is that the move? That's the I movie. don't know, but I, you you know what I'm talking about. And how did they kill them? I can't remember how they killed them. I don't know, but it was horrible. you cut them in half and they turn into two, I thought. It's something weird. Either way, not, nothing is as good as uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's the best, dude. There's a bunch of these goofy monster movies. 80s monster movies are great. Nowadays, we've had a good monster in a long time. A good little monster movie like... Uh, we have we got all these ghost movies now. All cin- it's all it's all ghosts. Everything and demons. is is um, either saw ghosts, demons, or, or psychos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a lot of monsters. Sounds like my favorite reunion, dude. <laughs> Shoot. But uh, so he made Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Be this excellent di- to each other, dude. This director he made some good movies. Yeah, he's the man. The Mighty Ducks. Dang. Okay, what's Three Musketeers did he do? The one with Kiefer Sutherland, Charlie C. Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. That movie's amazing. It might be my favorite Three Musketeers movie. It is. Is there another one? Come on. It's, this one is great. When they're getting the all one drunk. With, uh, Orlando Bloom and uh, ah. Jovovich. Um, Ain't nobody watched that. No, it was bad, dude. There's the one with their ninjas, the Three Musketeer Ninja one. What? Was, it was terrible, dude. There's a bunch of bad ones. I mean, there's a bunch of bad ones of these. But yes. I think it's my favorite. Albert Platt is just a drunk. He's so Who is he? Funny. Is he D'Artagnan? No, D'Artagnan is uh, the O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Okay, dude, look at your, your memory sharp That's tonight, right, dude. dude. Wow. That's, right, bae. Um, <laughs> That's what happens when you take a nap for the podcast, bye. But uh, so so he's that he did Mr. Holland's Opus, dude. That's that's probably his gem. That's his that's his movie. He can die a happy man. He made Mr. Holland's Opus. Dang, how the heck is Mr. Holland going to have a kid who's deaf? Dang, that's messed dude, up. There's a scene in that movie. like, Dude, there's when, a scene. When John Lennon dies? No, when uh, he meets the girl at the bus stop. 
There's a student that loves them, and that student falls in love with them, and she's, got, she's like, go with me to California. You're better than this school. You don't need, you've got to go make real music, and he goes meet her at the bus stop, and she's like, she's like, come with me. And I remember watching with my wife. She's like, I'm thinking to myself, that man, good man didn't go with her. She's like, what the crap is he doing there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny how, like, Guys look at something, how women look at something. <laughs> I'm like, you withstood the test. She's like, he should have been in the first place. <laughs> Dude, I watched, my, I, watched, I watched a movie the first time with my mom. With mom. With our mom. Oh, your mom. My mom. Your mom, dude. You're adopted. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you son of a... No wonder I got a different last name. Ah! <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Dude. But uh, my, my like, mom literally... It, it's so emo- it movie's so emotional. She's like, she, she scoots over next to me, like hugs me. Like, I'm like, I'm like an 18-year-old kid. What movie was it? Michelle's Opus. And she's like, Are you watching with mom? And she's hugging me because it's so sad. She's just like, I love you, Mijo. I'm like, I know, Ma. It's cool. Like, hey, mom, you're supposed to. Dang, get off me. Cooties home. <laughs> yeah, try taking your mom to see Wedding Crashers at the Plastex. Talk about Uncomfortable McGee, dude. I'm like, oh dang. Gosh, dude. <laughs> but this director, out of all the movies I've named, this is the worst of all. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, you forgot to say Rockstar. I didn't love it, but it was fun. Are you effing kidding me? You didn't love Rockstar, that scene when Mark Wahlberg's at the studio when he first sings for them, and he starts getting, and he's looking at Jennifer Aniston, and they both uh, lip, I love you to each other, and he just starts killing it, and they're trying to act like they're, they're like trying to be cool, but they're like smiling like, dang, he really sounds like this dude. Oh. At the end, though, he goes to like playing bars. Who cares, acoustic. man? Let's listen. He got his stardom, he got his money, he did his thing, he hooked back up with his old homie, they said, we should start a band, and then he, and then he just was doing his thing, and that's back in the day when you could really make music as a smaller band, you could really make money, make a living, dude, you're in Seattle, bro, was it Seattle? Yes, man, dude, that's Jen- why you love the movie so much, Listen, Jennifer Aniston, though, uh, her character was like, quote unquote, started Starbucks, remember she said, me and my friend are starting this coffee thing. Is that really what it, that's funny, dude? Like a mug, dude. That's funny. Too bad. How come? What is Jennifer Aniston eating and drinking? She's finer now than she was twenty five years ago. She's Mexican. I, Mexican. Dude, I watched the first episode of Friends today, and I was like, she's hotter now than she was then. Too bad. I loved it. I love Friends, dude. Whatever. So, the director made a lot of good films. This one is a pure like. We'll get to it. So it is uh, in some ways a cult classic, though. It, it, okay, there are some people I know that, that in this movie they love it. I read the reviews on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. There are, people, there are some of the. Oh my God. Excuse me. Triple, triple. <laughs> Thanks, Tim Hortons. Timmy Hose with the win. That's <laughs> that espresso away. Some of the reviews are like they love this film. It inspired them. It inspired it was, them to do what? It was part of their childhood. It was a part of all of our childhood. If you're but in your 30s, ah! This one, for us, didn't really grab us, and I know why now. I know why. I'll get to it. Because so, TV rots your brain. Okay. okay. So the plot. <laughs> what you say? Nothing. <laughs> the plot of this film. Did you, you picture five, me married, dude? Five oh. kids are left alone by their mother. Is it five? There's five of them. Yes, yes there is. There Applegate. is. There is. There is. There's three boys in the tomboy. <clears throat> the little punk ass that uh, orders the big entertainment center. The little moon uh, goddess the, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, the lover boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hopeless romantic, yeah. And then the tomboy, tomboy girl, uh, redhead McGee, hippie, hippie McGee. Kenny, yeah, Kenny, dude, he's funny. I hate Kenny, but he's so funny, dude. His <laughs> oh. boy, they get the dog all high. 
<laughs> but uh, five kids left alone. Their mom goes away for the summer. Where did all the groceries go? I was entertaining guests. Who's that sound like? Jeez. So the mom gets a babysitter for them, and babysitter just dies but in her first sleep. First of all, the mom is the wor- No, the babysitter doesn't die in her sleep. Babysitter goes into Kenny's room, sees the naked girls, sees the mess, sees the weed. You think that kills her? And remember, she grabs her chest. She's like, oh, my goodness. She freaks out. And then she goes in her room, sits in her chair, and, and dies. dies. I never put that together. What? Never. Man, that's because you're a good kid. I was, I was hell. So, Shoot. five kids. She had a dope Buick, though, dude. That Buick. That car was, was dope. Too bad those thinking uh, drag queens, the drag queens <laughs> stole the car. Stole um, I was like, what, are you guys going to sign up, sign up for the army? Not no more. Oh! <laughs> dude, we get in trouble, dude. Oh, my gosh. I, I ain't agreeing with it. I'm just saying it's where we live in now, dude. <laughs> you want to get out of the army? Put on some pantyhose, fool. <laughs> you know, in the movie, in the show match, in the movie match, that character, Colonel the, Clink, is it, or, or no? No, it's not Clink. Um, it's, uh, it's the one dude, he's a crossdresser. But he's trying to get out of, he's trying to get, he's trying to get Section 8. Is that why? He's trying to get kicked out of the military. That's, that's, that's a joke of the movie. He's trying to show he's crazy and get kicked out from being gay and no one believes him. So he just doesn't. <laughs> that's really funny. It's real. It's Vietnam. It's hell. They want out. It's a good gag, dude. <laughs> Not no more. <laughs> you might have to cut this whole part out, dude. <laughs> but, uh, so, um, they, so. The mom left a G-bar for groceries for the whole summer. She left groceries and spending money for the kids. Okay. So they take the, the, the babysitter dies. They put her in a trunk. You know what's the funniest part of the whole movie, which was worth watching the whole movie? What? Did you notice what was on the gravestone? It's, it's hilarious. It's the letter from that they put on the dead body, dude. That is really funny. And those guys are like, she's... She, she meant so much to us. We didn't even know her. She lost all that money. She just had it on her. She didn't leave it to us. <laughs> nice old lady died. It's really funny. Um, they leave her at a stinking uh, funeral parlor, or a funeral home in yeah, Bale. mortuary. In a, in and a they realize they, they realized the money all was the money on was her. In her per- yeah, she had so it. They have no money, and they are uh, have a whole and summer. No, yeah, nobody has. There's no food. They, nobody has a job. And you have five kids. Now listen, I know just from three brothers how much food people Holy eat. How much cow. food kids eat, especially growing in that age. My He'll kids go. aren't there yet, but I'm, uh, my son's going to put it down what? when he's older. How about when Jesus was living with you? Dude, dude fool, would, he's the skinniest fat kid I've ever seen, dude. He eats dude, more than anybody I've I ever would, seen. I, I, would, I mean, we'd go grocery shop and buy stuff. He'd go get food, bring all the stuff, just plow through all our chips, Cookies, all our snacky snacks wrecked by this guy, dude. And he's like, what? He was there. <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't put your name on it. <laughs> Man. But, uh, so, so. Snacky snacks, dude. That was uh, Jim Bozeman's favorite. Every time you'd say it, he'd walk up to me and be like, snacky snakes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, Applegate gets a job. She goes out. Well, well how, how does how does it was between her and Kenny getting a job? And they flip a pizza box. They flip the pizza and they say, "Mama, whatever's face head up, I get a job. Head down, you get a job." Which is a fair deal. That's a good deal. And he, he was like, "Ah." He's like, "The dishes are done, man." <laughs> so she goes out, gets a uh, job working crap. Well, she goes clown dog. She goes to get yeah, that clown dog <laughs> That's place, a gro- dude. That dude, chili, chili, dude. <laughs> 
I couldn't work somewhere like that. No, I couldn't, I couldn't serve. Although it spoiled us because it was it was uh, what. There's one thing that George was about. It was about quality. Yes, he didn't care if he was losing money. Quality. He would have deals that he couldn't afford to have. To this day, when I like, I George taught me that presentation is half the battle. How the food looks. Yeah. We make food. It was good, but it looked bad. He'd say, do it again. He'd, he'd be like, you and Tony can eat it. <laughs> you yeah. make something else. Pizza was ugly looking. He's like, you can't serve that. <coughs> I'll tell you what. I make pizzas you're... so beautiful, I wouldn't want to cut them. They were so beautiful. The cheese was just right. I'm like. I'll tell you what. I'd make pizzas so beautiful. I'd screw it up with the cut, dude. Like, dang, that looks so oh, good. Oh, it's, the ru- it's rough. The worst. Then I'd be like, I guess I got to put this in the bag for me. <laughs> <laughs> dude, a fresh all those pizza, man. Oh, my goodness. So. <laughs> You're right though. All those sauce, unbelievable. So she gets, she goes out with she copies resume from a resume. Uh, That's funny. She goes and gets a job as a she goes for uh, to be a what do you call it to be a um, receptionist, receptionist. Gets hired as the executive assistant, and all of a sudden she's lying and she's 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 making it. She's faking her way through, faking it till she makes it, and it all culminates. With her doing a big show at the house, the mom comes home, the boyfriend, the boyfriend comes, shows up. Which I'm, you come over see the cars. You're not gonna see. Listen, let me tell you something. I was like, okay, I respect what you're doing, but you are sorry. Come back tomorrow. Get you, out of here. You you pull up and there's a, obviously something happening. You don't get in your loudspeaker and tell her you love her, dude. It's 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 crazy. I can't tell you how happy I am. Facebook wasn't around when we were teenagers. Tony? The stuff I would have professed to these dumb hoes. I have I found old journals, letters I you wrote. You see, you, you used to put that down on paper. It it could it, it was pathetic. It was pathetic, <laughs> over emotional. It was it was in it was. A, and here's the thing: the girl's reading it and she's going, "What the hell is wrong with this fool?" I just said <laughs> it hi. Was the, it was literally a boy's hormones set, uh, set off the chain. I know. And there's kids just writing crap, dude. You got Jaden Smith, dude. Writes a poetic on stinking Facebook, dude. Jaden Smith. Yeah, Will Smith's kid. What did he do? He just he's Facebook is insane. He writes insane things. He wears dresses too. He, he his writing is, is crazier than all that. <laughs> I'm not saying it's crazy. I mean, I'm not either. I've never seen I mean, that. I'm gonna go out to go to the Renaissance Festival. Everybody wear a dress. That's right. What do you do? We're, we're a kilt in Scotland. What are you gonna do? And uh, you better do it. Uh, do it like Rod. You can't. You can't fake it. Can't wear chonies. No chonies, dude. <laughs> First of all, all that wool? Heck no, boy. Man, Swamp City. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the overall plot is babysitter dead. Pretty much you got to get, gets the job. You got to make it all summer. You got to feed the kids. And what's crazy is she has no skills, no abilities, and she still makes it. She still fakes it. She pulls it off. Yeah, she does. Okay, number one, she graduated high school. How's she 17? She's graduated. I think she just graduated. Yeah, she just graduated. We were 18. I was, I was 17, Tony, when I graduated high school. That's because you're smart, fool. She wasn't. She didn't even know how to stick in set of facts. That was pretty. But it, 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 was, it was 91, dude. It's, it's 91. Um, it's, it, it's, technology's not in people's homes. Yeah, true that. Uh, she never worked in an office before. So All you had to do is work in an office, Max. You know how to do that. If you want to sell this movie to someone, you tell someone, listen, you should watch this movie. What's your selling point? Don't tell mom. The dishes are done, man. <laughs> I think I said to someone, if you want to see the 90s in action, watch this movie. 
If you want to see ninety stereotypes, oh, watch, stereotypes, yeah, for sure. If you want to watch ninety, if you want to see what old Hollywood people thought nineties were like for teenagers, I was surprised Kenny had a Metallica T-shirt. That was ninety one. It was early. That was like Justice for All. And I feel dumb. I feel um, um, you're gonna yell at me for this. Were are metalhead stoners? Not necessarily. I but was, I mean, are they the same crew? Same crew. I mean, the the I was never. I'm not saying like I'm not gonna. You want to? You I'm not, I'm not gonna say I'm a big time or anything, but I was never into the weed scene. But I do know when I was in high school, the biggest weed guy that would sell to every crew, like you know, ghetto dudes, the um, the banders, the Grateful Dead guys, the Grateful Dead, yeah, was a uh, metalhead. Okay, so that's fair. Okay, so I mean, yeah, that's kind of okay. in a way. I always think hippies when I think yeah. weed. I mean, every metalhead I know smokes down. I think patchouli. You know what I'm saying? I think patchouli. patchouli. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nasty. So, um, so now the cast. You don't have a lot of guys in the cast that go the distance. Applegate. The company. We'll get to them. Christina Applegate. I knew her from one she place. She was Kelly Bundy, dude. She was on Remember the Children. This move. This show. It was crazy. She's still hot. Dude, uh, <laughs> you're just sticking to railing me. <laughs> <laughs> you can so, tell. So hey, listen, you want to talk about two opposite ends of the spectrum over here? Well, let's talk about her, uh, her work, her her list of movies. She was so fine, still. Dude, I want my, my wife listen to this podcast. She's like, Nesto. Have you watched The Rocker? No, with uh, with Dwight the Dwight from The Office. Number one, it's incredible. Was it good? The lead singer's mom is Christine Applegate. That's funny. Uh, it's amazing, dude. It's amazing, I'll dude. I'll give it a watch. I'm telling you. And it's, for the most part, it's a clean movie. So Applegate, okay, so we, what's funny is we didn't watch, I didn't watch, I don't know about you, I didn't watch a lot of like current TV shows. We watched a lot of older shows with mom. Murder, she wrote. Columbo. MacGyver. MacGyver. Mr. Ed. Like, we watched uh, the, the Monsters. Airwolf. Air, we watch movies. Like, you know what she got us into big time was Next Generation. Yes. We were watching shows like a generation behind us. Yes. We watched a lot of TBS. You remember the commercial that TBS did for Next Generation and, and they did it to <gasps> did it Billy Joel? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember that commercial. What, what was the chorus? Oh, man. I remembered it, too. Next Generation on your favorite station. Dude, that <laughs> was hilarious, dude. Oh, shoot. I used to think Data was... Remember, Q was our boy. When Q showed up, it was on. Too bad Q's role in Breaking Bad was the saddest. It was so sad. Oh, my so, goodness. Stinking Jesse Pinkman, man. So, Remember Children is a show that... Like, literally, some lady... Went, like, people went to war against the show because it was so uh, immoral. What was? Remember the children. People hated it. <laughs> so they went to war. Too bad Al Bundy was everybody's hero. So, I've watched behind the scenes up Remember the Children. And uh, they can't, like, these comedians come in to read for Al Bundy. And no one got it right. Because <laughs> people try to do Al Bundy like he was... Try to do him like... Um, like Dutch? No, the, the racist guy from back in the day. All in the family. What's that guy's name? Oh, um... His wife's high it. voice. Yeah. Nah, nah. Did you see the one when Sammy Davis was on? 
hilarious, dude, dude! That 60s TV, and it was pushing the limits. Oh my goodness, dude! Communism, homosexuality, um, uh, hippies. It, 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 it was a feminism. It dealt with that crap. Civil rights had on hilarity. What was his name? Archie Bunker. Archie! Archie! <laughs> People would read Al Good Buddy. Ball, dude. They'd read him like Archie Bunker, and it didn't work. Listen, Ed so, O'Neill, you want to hear something crazy? Ed O'Neill came in to read, and he's like, read, read the script. He goes, you know what? This is a defeated man. So he read it like a defeated man, like a guy who's beaten. And they're like, this is it. Where do you think I get the, thanks, Dad? Exactly. That's from Married with Children. It's, it's, That's uh, not because our dad wasn't around until we were 30. <laughs> That's because it's from Married with Children. <laughs> That's from Married with Children, It's dude. Bud and Kelly, dude. It's so, thank you, Father. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> so funny, dude. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> Remember, uh, what was his, flush the Flushermatic 1000, his new toy? <laughs> and he would tell Bud, just listen to that toilet flush. <laughs> Remember when he used to try to fix the antenna and he'd fall down? Dude, and the dummy would come down. <laughs> it was the fakest crap. I laughed every it was like time. When, it was like when Will and Carlton were doing the dance and he throws Carlton and the dummy hits the wall. <laughs> dude, that stinking, what, what kind of humor is that? Slapstick? Slapstick. It's the funniest thing I've ever, dude, I watch Three Stooges right now and I'm crying laughing. Dude. Because it's there, so there's funny. There's scenes where... Al Bundy would go beat up like Kelly's boyfriend. Oh. And I would like, in my mind, what's bad Daddy, is. Daddy, yes, honey, go beat him up. And, or, uh, uh, Daddy, can you go beat him up? Yes, honey. And he'd just go back and get, get, the, popcorn, down. get the popcorn, hand it over and just get up and. and to, he just saunter over <laughs> and just lay a guy out. Dude. Oh, man. That show was amazing. Even though he was pathetic, he could still lay a hurt on somebody. Mm -hmm. I was always like, my man, dude. Yep. Poke high, dude. dude. Dude, our boy Henry is my best I friend. I believe it. Best friend in the world. We were, ta we were talking, and, and I try to think that I know everything about music and movies and shows. Henry's up there, dude. And uh, I go, we were talking about Al Bunny. We're laughing just like me and you were laughing. And uh, we're talking about the touchdown record. He goes, what was that high school called? I'm like, man, what was this high school called? I can't, I can't remember. And he goes, was it Poke high? I'm like, Pokai, man, this fool, ah, what the hell are you talking about, Pokai? Ah, it's stinking Pokai, dude. I'm like, dang, you got me, dude. There's a line I used to that show all the time. It, it, gets, it gets a laugh every time. There's an there's a episode where Kelly Bunny, because Applegate goes on a, a game show, and they train her to be a great <gasps> game show contestant, and she's wrecking oh, the world. She's geez. wrecking the world. There's, there's one, one question the left. last question for the game is what high school athlete scored four touchdowns in, in one game? single game. And, and Al's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what line you're going to say. She doesn't know the answer. And he goes, what's happening? And Bud, Bud, Bud goes, Dad. The funniest thing I've ever heard. Wait, because, Dad, you can't pour two liter into a shot glass and not spill something. <laughs> I use that line. Oh, I've used it in sermons. I've used it in conversations. That is I've hilarious. used that line in wedding counseling, marriage counseling, and it's like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> that, uh, pa Pastor Ernesto was so wise. <laughs> Hilarious, but um, I forgot about so that. So Applegate, I knew her. For, and she, Man, we just went left field dude, on Applegate. She built, <laughs> she built a career on that role. On the dumb blonde, the, and she played dumb blonde to perfection. 
She, man. Oh, man. So, Too she's bad in this, Bud's the only one not she, doing anything. But it's she, like, uh, she was in um, Anchorman was a big movie for her. That's probably one of the biggest roles she ever had. That movie was so funny. She's in one and two. You broke my heart, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I never watched part two, though. I, I, I watched the opening scene. Brutal. I'm like, it's stupid. You can't mess with perfection, dude. She was, she, she, she was in that new, the new vacation, the new Lampoon's vacation with the... Uh, Glasses guy. Oh, the guy from Hangover. It got. I, won't, I wouldn't reviews. even watch it, dude. I won't even watch it. But she was also. You the, can't remake stuff that we grew up with. She was in the big hit with Wahlberg, also a crappy movie. Yeah, but I loved Lou Diamond in that, dude. I did he like Lou awesome. Diamond in that. The gold teeth. He was dope, dude. He, dude, he looked there awesome. Were, there were parts I like, but as a whole, the movie was kind of weak. Yeah, that was black. Okay. So then you have Josh Charles as Brian, the boyfriend. Are we literally on the second actor? That's right. <laughs> His only claim to fame really is Dead Poet Society. He's one of the Rob Williams' kids. The boyfriend. He's the bad guy on uh, Four Brothers. Yes, he is. Dude, Tony. Pound your that. face, buddy. Wow, that was a good pull. Hey, he still looks good. He does. He looks the same. Then you have David Duchovny, Duchovny as a is tool. awesome, dude. Duchovny doesn't have a huge film um, repertoire. What was Playing God? That was an awesome movie, dude. Playing God? When he was the um, a, uh, a doctor and he loses his license because he did something when he was doing surgery. I think he was drunk. Oh, my gosh. He loses his license and a stinking mob boss hires him to come be his personal doctor. Is you never a, seen that? a movie? Yes, it's from the 90s. Whoa, dude. You've never seen that no. movie? Dude, it's awesome. The company, his, most of his fame comes from TV. He had two major TV shows. He had um, X-Files. And the X-Files reboot. Oh! <laughs> and uh, Californication. Oh, yeah. That's him. That's a big Too show bad, for him. Um, Evolution was hilarious. That was fun. That was really funny. Uh, is Orlando... Orlando Bloom, dude. He's so... Jones. Orlando Jones. Orlando Jones. Orlando Bloom. Bloom. Orlando Bloom sucks, dude. <laughs> Too bad. How, how is Orlando Bloom... With his stinking fairy booty, gonna bring down Achilles, dude. No way, ever. That's the way it goes sometimes. No, dude. I'm not happy. Sometimes, sometimes a punk takes down the king, dude. Just ask Buster Douglas, dude. <laughs> exactly. In, in our lexicon, Buster Douglas is a bad word. I know. That's calling someone a Buster. Why do you think I always say me? Stinking Buster Douglas, fool. I get I get looked sideways all the time when I say that. People like, don't like she probably dating a Buster Douglas, dude. The <laughs> <laughs> only reason I say that is because she chose him and I'm the king. And he beat me down, dude. Oh. <laughs> now, there's a couple of good actors in this movie. Now, this movie is all right, but it's not great. It's not great. I literally was watching the movie, I'm like, I just want it to be over. Because there's some parts of it where just like, there's a whole four minute segment that bouncing on a ball in a mall. And it's like music playing. Yeah, but when we were young, that was a big time scene we all remember remember the first time we tried to do it and i'm like it don't work like that dude, this sucks <laughs> number one i'm tired as heck already i want to bounce this ball over to the stick and frozen food section to get some ice cream man yeah they gotta work on that one dude that was whack it's supposed to be the romantic scene <laughs> there's a lot of, there's some really inappropriate bounce with me no, you don't want to see that baby <laughs> here's some ideas on how to make this movie a a, a better movie, in my opinion. First idea. I cannot believe you're going to say this. Make the movie a black comedy. Not, not Eddie Murphy. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what are you trying to turn this into? I'm saying like very bad things. <clears throat> Dark comedy, a fool. 
I'm like, what do you want to? You want to make it some black comedy? A black Russian. I get it. I'm black. <laughs> I'm reading it. I'm like, who do you want to cast in this? The Wayans brothers? <laughs> and they get a duck because he said a black comedy. At first, you have someone's dead. They're dysfunctional family. Babysitter's yeah, dead. Yeah. They take the body. If they would have spun it in a little more in that, maybe maybe it, uh, this is horrible, but maybe chopped up the babysitter, maybe or, you know, like or they actually accidentally killed her somehow themselves, yeah. and there's guilt and cover-ups, and more people die in crazy accidents. It could have been a really dark kind of fun thing, but it's kind of like it's a little bit of dark, and then it's just a, it's a working girl movie. It's yeah, a, yeah, it's like a literally. Uh, like, like a, a Dolly Part nine to five. Exactly. Yeah, it's a yeah. working girl. It's a working girl. She's trying to do everything she can for her family. And she's like, you know, the guy's like, never, you never appreciate. It's like, oh my goodness, weird, I know, like, marriage dude. humor. So that's one idea. It, it could have been straight, dark, dark comedy. comedy. <laughs> Make it a black comedy. Get uh, the Wayans brothers in here. Maybe Chris Rock. And let it mm-hmm. let it pink it up in his mind. <laughs> Maybe Queen Latifah makes a cameo. <laughs> Another idea. One thing about this movie that kind of bothers me is nobody. You hit the nail on the head with this one. Nobody, nobody pays any for anything. No one learned. No one learns a lesson. Everyone does a bunch of heinous crap, and no one ever gets called on it. She lies and. Steals three thousand dollars, grand out of her stinking petty cash. The kids steal her money from her. I mean, you have people doing things that are very bad to things. Each other. Yeah, and at the end, no one, no one pays for anything. But in a way, they all come together. They help her out. You know, like especially Kenny really comes through. Kenny, he Kenny. he actually like, I hated him. And then by the end, you could see. You could and you see. know what happens to him? When his brother breaks his leg, it changes him. Yeah, it did. Big time. And that's. Because you could you made tell. made a mistake. You could tell he was pissed at himself. He's so selfish and stupid. And he knew it. He got hurt. Yeah, he knew it. And he, like, even when he seen him, he was like, I'm so He's sorry. He's the only character that has that happen yeah, to them. Yeah, yes, he is. Who feels the pain of their stupidity. Yep. And changed. He actually the, became a champ in that movie. He starts fighting for the family. He, well, he, he's, he's, uh, it's so funny. He's like, I cook, I clean, <laughs> I d- <laughs> wait for you to get home. <laughs> Nobody appreciates me. But then he ends up becoming a good cook. He's cooking good waffles, making dinners for him. He does all the hors d'oeuvres for the party. He actually starts helping. Because at first, he's alone for a long time. He's a buster, she's, dude. She's by herself trying to raise the family. And she feels the weight of it. And he's not, he's not on her team. He's, and just, he, he's, he's, he's he, mooching off her. Is he, what, one year younger or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's one year younger. And he's a pu- He's not helping her at all. Yeah. And he's just but by the him, end, him loser buddies. He's with her. He's mm-hmm. with her. He's fighting alongside her. He's the all-star her. in that. I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, but I it's weird that no, like, even her and lying and, and everyone's like, you're still the best. No worry. No harm, no foul. Sue Ellen. <laughs> it's Sue Ellen, right? I think. Because on IMDb, yeah, it Ellen. has like some crazy name written down for her name. As a character, but it's Sue Ellen. Yeah, Sue Ellen. Her, yeah. We just watched it. It better be Sue Ellen. Um, I ain't so, gonna be so mad though. It ain't like my favorite movie or something. Right, right. So, so yeah. So that's a couple ways I make the movie better. Any ideas you have to make the movie stronger? You don't want to know what I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's only seventeen. This is a in this movie one. that didn't age great. <laughs> no. First of all, I hate the way it's filmed. I hate the look of the film. 
and the way the use of music is really heavy-handed. It literally looks like you're watching Leprechaun 2 or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what that young kid's from, Leprechaun. That's exactly <laughs> what he's from, dude. Him and the stinking uh, fat dude from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> That's, that poor, that movie, he's only gets hurt that fat kid. He gets bit once on the I ear. I know, dude. Gets bit in the leg. He's slow. Just getting, no one else gets hurt at all except for him. Well, a couple well, guys. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston's career almost got hurt. Doesn't, he got, doesn't he also get uh, Pogo sticked on the chest? Is that him or somebody else? I think Pogo sticks part two. Is that part one? That's part one, dude. No, is, is that part two? I can't remember. Too bad those are. What, do you remember the the um, the Leprechaun in the Hood? No, the le <laughs> not Leprechaun in Space. No, the Leprechaun movie where the dude thinks the girls got her top off, and he the Leprechaun's making him see things, and it's two lawnmower blades. No, and he's like going in for the kill, and it ends up being the kill, dude. It's messed up, dude. That's gross. <laughs> it's kind of like that uh, Ohio State Fair, dude. <laughs> it's messed up. Jeez, dude. Okay, okay, okay. So how can you listen to Red Room Theater? Now, maybe a friend told you about this podcast. Maybe you saw it on Facebook. You listened to an episode. Like, this is pretty sweet. A couple ways you can listen to this podcast. First, go to redroomtheater.com, and all our episodes are there free forever. Our episodes are archived. If you know you, you can listen to any ones you want, they're there. Or instead of using the, the website, you can go ahead and subscribe on the iTunes podcast store for all you Apple uh, fanboys and for you Android users. Losers. You can, you can download the Stitcher app, and we have our podcast on that. The Red Rum Theater European Spelling. Now, we would ask you, please, we charge nothing. We charge nothing for the kind that we're giving you. All we ask in return is to give us a little bit of love. Tell your friends about it. I want you to tell your friends about me. <laughs> I'm the cure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, did, I, did, I did Keaton like Stallone. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here like he's you doing Cobra. <laughs> you just did a stinky. You tried to do Batman. You did Cobra, fool. Crime's a disease. I'm the cure. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you can change. If I can change and you can change, everybody can change. Remember when we watched that UFC when John Fitch fought that Brazilian in Brazil and it was the best fight ever and he won the crowd over and we're like, this is Rocky IV. <laughs> Dude, tomorrow. Bet the biggest UFC ever. Tomorrow. I know, I'm watching. Jones. Cormier. Cormier part two. It's going to be amazing. I don't know what's tomorrow. T -t Today, Junior. Okay. It's going to be amazing. Now, so we ask you to leave a five-star review on the iTunes podcast store. What does this do? This, right now when you put in Red <laughs> What's five-star reviews got to do, got to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> but when you leave a review on iTunes, what happens is if someone searches Red Rum right now, we're number four. We need to be number one on that list. We're behind some podcasts. Whoever put out podcasts in two years. I was going to say, that that's whack. That should not be so. That's wackadoo, bye. Leave a five-star review. If you read your review on air, we'll send you free swag. It's swagalicious. Swizzag. <laughs> so, leave a review, and uh, we'll be pumped and grateful to you. We will say thank you.
until I get home. Oh, <laughs> 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 All right, moving on. <laughs> Came before I got to move on. Yeah. Before I have movement full. <laughs> Okay. That's why I don't get espresso, dude. <laughs> um, so, Ray's just right. Honestly, we'll say it this way. This movie, watching as an older person, and even back in the day. It makes me feel like an old man, dude. Okay, first of all, here's the thing. Don't be a burnout and a waste of space. And a burden. A burden. Like, here's the thing. Watch it. We were never that. Never, ever. Even when you were a party guy. You still worked hard. Too bad I was up every morning, dude. You worked hard. I don't care how bad I smell. You provided for your life. That's right. And you didn't put your life on mom to carry. Nope. Never, ever. Never. Now, have I had moments where things went wrong? I we needed to come home? We both have. But that was two months. That was yeah. four weeks. Dude, do you ever remember me not having a job? Ever. We hustle and find something. The thought of... Okay, this character, Kenny, disrespects his mom so old. The thing is, she's a terrible mother. She's horrible. She's a terrible but mom. she's your mother. And she's, she's, a, she's spoiled all her kids. She's this... No she, dad around. No, she, just, she looks for boyfriends and leaves them. And I mean, these kids have no direction. She's awful, dude. But it doesn't matter. He just dogged his mom, disrespected his mother, made her life awful, and he just... Bringing weed into her home, mm -hmm. bringing drugs into her home, disrespectful. A piece of crap friends in her home. Just selfish beyond belief. No one mattered but his own fun. Watching it, I hated him. I, I, I'm telling you, that's why, that's why I liked him so much at the end. Because he made the changes. He probably the only character that makes any change as a human. He, dude, I'm telling you, like... This is he how he grows the character. This is how the film. old we are. I'm so proud of you, Kenny. Dude, legit proud. <laughs> but watch hey, this. Dude, the bet my okay, we're gonna do favorite scenes. Go ahead, do it. My favorite scene is at the end. Um, they're all they're all coming together as a family to help the sister put on this big fashion show at the house because she doesn't have the money to rent a hall because they all stole her stinking petty cash. So and they, they never say sorry for it. <clears throat> never ever. They never even say it's wrong. Nope. But yeah, and they all have excuses why they, oh, diamonds last forever, gee. Yeah, and then she dumped you for the sticking hood right down the street. So, <clears throat> and, I, and I totally forgot they had a swimming pool in the yard. It was disgusting. So they, they clean the pool, and they build the ramps. They, uh, Kenny and Moe's no the way you do that in a day. No way it happens in a day what they do. Never, ever. But, but there's a montage. And they, they, um, <laughs> they clean. Yep. They paint. Um, Kenny cuts his stinking hair off. Puts on nice Puts on catering nice clothes, clothes. Serves the food. Makes the food. Makes the food. He's been watching that cooking show. Julia Childs. It, uh, she's Ooh. hilarious, dude. <laughs> but um, then him and his boys are uh, – earlier, him and his boys were talking about how they're all failing out of school. They all got to spend more years in high school because they don't show up to class. At the end, they're, they're like, we're like, what, two weeks out from school? Yep. Him and his uh, burnout buddies, which his buddies show up and actually help too. Then you're doing lights and music and everything. And – um. Kenny tells his buddy, they're talking about the, you know, talking about what they're going to do in school. And he said, you know what? I think I'm going to go to more classes this, this year. He's like, really? And, like, and at first, the, the kid's like trying to be like a punk about it. And he goes, yeah. He goes, and I think. Uh, take I think, some home mech. He says, like, yeah, I think I'm going to take some home mech. And who knows? I, I think I might even go to culinary, culinary school or some crap like that. You know, he's trying to downplay it. And the guy's like, 
That's pretty cool. He is already being a good influence on his homies. And because he stepped up so big, he had a huge crush on Christine Applegate's best friend. And she was like, hey, is that you? Let's go on a date. You're responsible. Uh, don't You're a human be, being. Don't be a bum. And people see that and will want to be around you. What's that old song back in the 90s, dude? Was it TLC? No scrubs. No scrubs. Nobody <laughs> wants you to be right, riding around in the passenger side of your best friend's ride. Dude, that song. It's I, true. I was like, okay, don't be that. Don't be no scrub, man. <laughs> no not going to get no love from her, dude. <laughs> Michael Keaton. No scrubs. No scrubs. <laughs> Best stinking role ever, dude. <laughs> Wasn't it all TLC <laughs> lines? <laughs> what are you talking hey, about? Don't go chasing waterfalls, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we were young, we used to make fun of this kid because he thought it was go, go, Jason waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> Who the crap is Jason waterfalls? Who's Jason? Where's he going? <laughs> go speed racer, go, man. I guess, dude. Dang, dude. Um, but uh, no scrubs. <laughs> and then they make it like, like no, no scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, it, there's a lesson there in just him. And in the, but the funny in this '90s movie, he's like the cool kid. And I'm an old man. Watches again. I'm like, you're not cool. You're, you're stupid. You're an idiot. And everybody thought you were so funny. And what's crazy is watching this. Okay, I'm going to be very careful. Listen, every culture has their version of crazy. Like you have white crazy, Mexican crazy. And our crazy tends to be overdramatic. Oh, man. It tends to be crazy alcohol abuse uh, in, our, in, our, in, our, in our families. In our family, in my apartment. Not as late. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one thing Mexican culture has really good is you have Work strong ethic. family. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true though. Um, you, you can fit an extreme amount of people in an S10. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this comedy called Blackish, and uh, is that good? It's there's some parts I laugh at because there's a part there's an old, old mother there and she's talking trash on Mexicans. The old black mom she goes, it's like these Mexicans coming over here taking all our jobs. It's like like dirty tricks these guys working hard for less money. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing. I'm like, this is some crazy yeah, stuff right here. Dude. But watching this, I've known a lot of family. Like in, in, so in Mexican culture, we are a mess in a lot of ways, but we have strong family units. Yeah, we do. Like mama's, every Mexican boy is a mama's boy. It's weird how much we're mama's boys. Everyone. It's crazy. Um, but in, like this one is like the crazy suburban white thing that, that, that they have money, but there's a lot of dysfunction in the home. I don't, that one's hard for me to understand. I didn't grow up in that world. I didn't have that world. But seeing a movie like this, I'm like, I don't, I'd rather be poor and have a strong family than be wealthy and have this kind of dysfunction in my home. You know what I'm saying? Is that weird? Yeah, no, it's not weird. It's not a white thing or a Mexican thing. That's just a, it's a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Is that a money thing? It's, it's, I mean, we had different problems growing up poor. Different problems. But here's the thing that I can, that I, that I can say. Um, people that grow up with money, have different kind of problems, but they, to them, are just as heavy as my problems. That's, I, it's I, just I, a different kind of problem. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that someone that has wealth doesn't have problems. We all have emotional hurt. We all take our hits. Um, but I understand my hits more than that hits. But I, I hear what you're saying because I remember I, I talked to uh, people that I went to high school with, and they're like, as soon as we grew up, I, I never went around my family at all. And I don't understand that at all. I don't get it. And, what, and seeing, I, was, I talked to Grandma for two hours today. 
the disrespect, the whole, all the kids disrespect their mother so much in this movie. The, the two boy, younger boys stealing money out of their mom's purse. I'm like, I never even considered. Never. Never crossed my ever. mind to steal from my mother because we were in it together. Yeah. We had nothing together. Mm-hmm. I got a job when I was 14 years old to help our family pay bills. I got a job when I turned 14 because I wanted to have money to do things. Because I'm not going to ask mom for it. Right. Because she's barely making it herself. I went to college, never asked my mom for a dime because we didn't have it. We, 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 we were fighting together. Was I selfish sometimes? Yes, I was selfish. Would I disobey sometimes? Of course I did. But the thought of taking my mom's hard-earned money never, never occurred. Ever. And so seeing that kind of thing, I'm like, what are you guys just did? I would disobey my mother, but never to her face, never openly. I was, I may have been disobedient, but I was never rude. <laughs> you lie like a rug, dude. Well, not, not when I was a kid. Remember when I was a teenager? Yeah, well, not yeah, as a teenagers, kid. everybody goes crazy. But as a kid, it was obey time. When I was 16, I'd call her names and she smacked me with. The bottles of barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce. Yeah, that, was <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I don't know what was funnier, the visual or the audio. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that someday. Oh, man, that was crazy, dude. Mom actually doesn't. I've told this story once in a, in a, to a kids playing like soccer. Like I was doing a, like, thing for, like, a talk for a motivational talk for kids. I told that story. I got yelled at by moms because they're like, this, this, you, I don't know where you come from. That's not funny. This is child abuse. I was like, oh, shoot, sorry. <laughs> but uh, so... Child abuse, get out of here. That's why kids are stinking horrible nowadays. My, okay, I'll say this real quick. Mama spanked our butts, dude. She did. We got in trouble. <laughs> Man. She spanked with shoes. Dude, I was too scared to mess up at school. When we got I bigger, hockey sticks. <laughs> I came home, I got my first E, and I was trembling with fear. I was... I outweighed my mom by 20 pounds when I was 13 years old. You were bigger than her, bigger than that. I mean, 12 years old, I outweighed her yeah, already. Yeah, 12, yeah. Okay. I was afraid of her because there was respect there. I remember seeing the movie with Bruce Lee. His dad, his dad smacks him. And Bruce Lee's Bruce Lee. Yeah. But he still looked down because that's his father. Um, but so anyway, so raise us wrong. How can we raise us wrong? Here we go. This is a problem that our generation faces. Our, the, uh, the millenniums, the millennials, and the Gen Xers both face in different ways. The you are a beautiful what's, snowflake. What's Gen X? Gen X is, I think they're born before 1980. Okay. After 80 is millennial. I think that's, I think that's a lot. No. I think so, We're dude. We're millennials? I think we are. They say there's a weird transition to computers. Because we weren't the smartphone generation. Uh, too bad. We, I, didn't even have, I didn't have a computer my whole high school career. I didn't until I was in college. One, not, not one computer. Didn't. But <laughs> so I, I can't even type, dude. Where we're born, we're right in between those two generations. So we have kind of qualities of both of them. There was like a four or five year buffer right And there. we're in that yeah, buffer. Yeah, we are. We're in there. Um, but there's this idea that, and, and it's still in movies nowadays, that everyone's special, everyone's unique. We're watching. Um, I love how it's. Uh, Louis C.K. Uh, snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> Watching um, The Incredibles and the little guy, the fast guy, uh, Dash, wants to take, go out and run track. And his mommy can't run track. He's like, but mom, you tell me to be the best I can. I can run fast. You say I can't run. I have a gift. She goes, everyone has a gift. Everyone's special. And he goes, it's like saying no one is. 
and my daughter. That's no, that, that line is a bomb. Lena looks at me, so I pause and I'm like, what's up, Lena? What's up, Lena? She goes, is everybody special, Dad? And I was like, no, they're not. Dang, dude! I was like, everybody's special. Everybody's different. Not everyone is gifted. Dang, Gina. That's a bomb, dude. I'm just like, well, yeah. <laughs> Bombs over, Baghdad. Here's the thing. This movie, this girl looks at magazines, goes to a, a Fortune 500 company, and does awesome. And a lot of us think to ourselves, if I go into a place with no skills, no training, just being mean, being cool, I'll be awesome. Yeah, go watch that movie Monster. She tries to go get a job, no skills, no. It takes hard work sometimes to stand up. Sometimes, well, I hear what you're saying. But yeah, you- there, there, there's, lucky, there's lucky breaks in life. There's lucky breaks, there mm -hmm. are. There happens, okay? We all get lucky breaks, and access to uh, people with skills is different. Like, living in the suburbs from 14 to 18, like we did, gave us access to more money, yeah, more yeah. wisdom, more power. In Flint, we would have had none of those things we had in Waterford. I understand that. Access was different. But I'm just saying, when, that you tell them when they're a beauty, beautiful snowflake, and they hit the real world, it's going to kill them. <clears throat> no one cares what you think you have or are. Dude, Nobody you, cares. I'll tell you what, man. When I went to the um, Marine Corps boot camp. There, there you go. Dude, I, I was so used to, like, loudness at the house, um, craziness all the time, uh, people, you know, grown men in your face, yelling, screaming. When I went to boot camp, it was just like, keep your mouth shut, listen, don't talk. And uh, there was people there. Breaking down, crying, no, pissing their pants. No, I'm telling you, dude, you could Peeing tell your pants. You could tell people came in from everything they wanted, and then you come to Marine Corps boot camp, and you are nothing. And you teach like nothing. No, you're, you're and, dirt. And if you for a second think you have privilege in there Don't. as a nothing recruit, oh man, all four drones are to circle you. Whoever your daddy is don't matter in there, does it? No, nothing matters in there. Everybody is equally worthless in there. And you better work your butt off. Don't ever ask a question about anything. Do as you're told, and that's it. You know what's crazy? You can't I, question it. I'm going to say this, and it sounds weird. I think that's good for people. Dude. It's so good for people. I remember the first time I got punched in the nose. I remember mine, too. And you know what? I, I literally fell down, eyes full of tears. Because it, it, I never knew it felt like Stopped that. Stopped you in your tracks, didn't it? I fell down like I lose you when I'm so sorry. Like, I, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. Just, I'm like, oh, like, and it, I realized. You felt like Tina Turner, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to help Ike? But, uh, <laughs> we're joking about domestic abuse. I oh, know, dude. Shoot. That's because we were abused domestically, dude. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I leave here, I'm going to go abuse some domestic beer, dude. <laughs> We're laughing because he's even crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> but you know what that taught me? That I wasn't a superhero. Exactly. It, it, it taught me I was mortal. Like that getting getting beat up, getting punched in the nose, and humbled like that in front of people, in front of a schoolyard. I realized apparently I ain't crap. And you know what? I needed that. I mean people have never been put down. I mean people have never ever been humble. Yeah, here's the problem, man. And and you want to be the one to do it, too. You're like, yeah, I can't. I can't, I can't be can't that guy. That, but dude. the thing is, is that, like, 
everyone is different. People, I, I love getting to know people. People all have a story. It's great to get to know people. But no one owes us nothing. Nope. And I, people I, every, on Facebook, everyone's saying how the president's stupid. How they listen. Like, like I'll forget Trump. Here's the Trump, biggest Trump's mistake. Different, Trump's different animal. Here, here's okay. the biggest mistake I see nowadays: giving everybody a voice. It's bad. But I remember when Bush was president. Everyone's saying how he's doing everything wrong about 9/11. And I'm like, listen, listen to this. You remember what happened to the Dixie Chicks when they took a stand against George Bush? Yeah, their heads kicked. They in. lost. Deals, they lost Millions. concerts, they lost record sales, they lost advertising because you just didn't do that. Now, you can say whatever you want about the president. I don't care if you agree, disagree, what your thing is. That's the president. You know what I'm saying? My point is that people talk trash on, the, on Bush and what he did. And I, here's the thing. People don't know what it's like to sit in that chair. Heck no. We, I, we armchair, armchair quarterbacks. We armchair quarterbacks, quarterbacks, and they're professional athletes, okay? Yep. What are we doing? Over here talking trash on Romo. You think, dude, that dude was the best of the best his whole life. We're sitting on a couch eating Cheetos off our bellies talking trash on that guy. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, the president, that guy's making a That guy's reading a book to little kids. They come in and whisper in his ear. The, we're being attacked. Does he what, he? what do you want him to lose his cool in front of all them kids? Listen, there's no way you gotta, you gotta make a call at that moment, and you gotta you gotta be cool for the nation. Yep. You gotta be cool. Now I'm saying, the tell guy, that to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but what was Fonzie like? <laughs> the thing is, I'm not saying the guy is great or not great. I'm just saying. We all think we can do his job better than he can do it. We have no idea what people like that carry. Nope. I read about Kennedy, what he carried in the Cuban Missile Crisis. That, that, the, the, he had the whole world in his, in his, on his back. A wrong call could put us to nuclear, nuclear warfare, and he's trying to figure out, do I bluff, not bluff, how far is too far, what if a missile goes and we all die? And he, that, that, very few people in the world know what that's like. Honestly, most people, can't even handle their own crap. Nope. How can you be a leader when you can't even do with your own life? You want other people's lives on re relying on you and you can't carry your own drama? So this movie is her and she, it's working girl. And you know what? It's not bad. It's just weird that she's a great designer. Just because she, it, it's just, and it's a lot of movies like that where, you know, you can do it too. And they, it, it just, What's that Dolly Parton movie? Straight Talk. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude. Um, <laughs> that was a good... It was actually awesome. Dude, I like Dolly Parton a lot. I love Dolly, dude. Are you I like Dollywood. I, I'm telling you. Is it all gone? No. We had this big fire there like two years ago. I heard it wrecked a lot of Did resorts. We're mm. probably rebuilding it all, though, because that's, like, that's Tennessee heaven, dude. Yeah, that's Graceland and sticking... And uh, where's that Pigeon Forge? Yeah, Pigeon Forge. Gatlinburg, right yep. Yep. But uh, so raise this wrong is the idea that we're special, we can do anything. And that song by Seal, I Believe I Can Fly, here's the reality you can't fly. I can't believe you just said that was by Seal, dude. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry, Seal. What do you want it to be a black comedy, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Seal's way better than R. Kelly, bro. Dude, I'm sorry, dude. Was that movie, was that song for, uh... Michael, Michael Jordan, Space Jam. Space Jam. Dude, you know what's crazy? 
I hated that song so much, I never watched Space Jam. That movie was gigantic. I hated it. And I refused to watch it. it because it was horrible. Bill Murray was awesome, but it was just whack. That's the reason I want to watch it, because Bill Murray was in it. He was hilarious. <laughs> uh, I can't do defense. <laughs> 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 but, uh, um, so, uh, told me, he told me I was a snowflake, and I'm not a snowflake. I'm just. Uh, by the way, um, that's all, uh, Ernesto Alaniz at... Uh... <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, sometimes these movies try to tell us that we're special and awesome, everyone cares, and no one gives a rip. No one gives a rip about us, dude. See, I was going to say Ray's is wrong. Uh, uh, know you're special, and you can go do something if you want to. <laughs> I told a guy this week, dude, non guy was a nonprofit. This guy's, like, fighting to get heroin off the streets. He's doing good work in the city, dude. And no one will talk to him. No one will give him money. He's like, why does no one care? I'm like, listen, dude, I want just to, I tell you this just because you know this. No one gives a rip about you, dude. Nope. No one cares what you're doing. They just want to watch their TV, have their drink, and not worry about what's going on around them. It's like, what you're doing is in the shadows, and no one wants to deal with it. So you got to push hard to get anyone to care. That's just the way the world is, dude. No one gives a rip about your, you or your cause. you got to care and just bring us a little bit of the way with you. That's all you, that's all you can do. I'm like, you're not a snowflake. Nobody cares, you. Yeah, you ain't in no black comedy, dude. You think you're in blackish, dude? Shit. <laughs> So, um, let's wrap this up. This coffee's got to me, dude. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Red Rum Theater or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Red Rum Theater. Also, follow us individually at Ernesto Lanis or at Chico Love 24. Now, what do we have on the docket for next week, my brother? Okay, I hope you guys are ready for this. It, um, it can't be ready for this. No, no one's no, ready for this. If you haven't seen this, you have no idea the glory you're about to witness. The original. Ninja Turtles movie with the best Casey Jones ever. Holy cow. With the scariest Shredder ever. With the dopest Master Splinter ever. With the live, best turtles. The best turtles ever. Dude, they nailed it. The, from the foot soldiers to the last scene, they nailed this. To this day, it's the best of all. There's one, two, three, four, five. There are six turtle films. It is by far, like leaps and bounds. It's the best. <laughs> so, original Ninja Turtles, blah, blah, blah. what year is that? Man, it's got to be what, 89? Mm, or is it 92? It might be ni early 90s. Might be 92, you're but right. Yeah, it's early 90s. Um, Amazing movie, though. Even, gonna, even April O'Neil is awesome. It's going to be great. Oh, I can't wait to go home and watch it. Just, just Ninja Turtles next week, be there, be ready, dude. Yes. Next week, we'll do this thing, and uh, it'll be awesome. So... As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week at the Red Room Theater. Oh. My love must be a kind of blind love. I can't see anyone but you. Jibba, 
Jean-Luc, Jordy Specs, mysteries on the holodecks, asteroids, triple droids, telepathic betazoids, transport a deadly claw, visitor from L.A. law, photons, no Kirk, Captain has gone berserk, shuttlecraft, Council Troy, Dr. Crush's little boy, Klingon rights, parasites, new heights, phaser fights, Data's head, Tasha's dead, Quike is hanging by a thread, celebration, transformations, everyone to battle stations.